This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, getting you ready for today's sports day. You know, three of the first four games have been at home, so you know, at some point in time you're going to have to venture out outside the 806, so that'll be... That'll start this week. While having a little fun along the way. Always good if you can blame it on somebody else, right? Yeah, sure. Especially some media guy. Sure. Right, some media guy. Catch the show live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Hey, good morning. Thank you for uh, being with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Yates Morning Center chat line is open. Go to the mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. Uh, Trevor asked me if I'm the designated bird cooker. Well, I, I self-appointed myself to that position. I said that I would smoke a turkey, figuratively, not literally. Uh, the lucky lady offered to put it in the oven, but um, I waved her off and said, "No, I'll put it in the, I'll put it outside. We'll cook it outside." So, hope the pressure's on me for that. Pressure's on her for everything else. Okay. okay. Well, I wish you both the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, I complimented... And I sure hope that we'll get a report on Friday morning letting us know how it all went. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I, mm-hmm. I know that you just cannot wait for that. Gotta find yeah, maybe a send us a text <laughs> on Thursday. Just, you know, how good like it is. send you a picture on it right before I pull it off the smoker? Sure, yeah. Acquiring <laughs> minds want to know. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Jay says this, who honestly picked tech football to win the final three games in the regular season. Now that is a true fan. Two weeks ago, that seemed unfathomable. I think Jamie did. Yeah. Cause I, I picked us to lose the last three. So before, huh? before Baylor, I said, I think you're gonna lose the next two and win the last three. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. I'll give you, I'll give you credit, give you credit for that. Uh, going back to, well, uh, I'm not right yet. We still have to beat Oklahoma. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. It'll be interesting. What, we have to play that game? This, <laughs> we don't have to play that game. That's do just they, silly. Do they want to play? I mean, do they? Do we, should we call them and say, hey, do you, do you guys really want to come down here and play this game? I mean, if I mean I'll be honest with you. If they're willing to flip a coin, I'll, I'll count it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, this, uh, from the uh, Tech basketball game, this, uh, this cat... Uh, Kelly Dickey, he uh, tweeted this out. He's from the real card game. I'm going to assume that he's covering Louisville Cardinal basketball. He says this, the 32 to 13 ratio of opponent score to Louisville score at halftime is the worst or the highest, I should say, since the cards trailed Bradley 44 to 12 at the half in a 71 to 26 road loss. December 10th, 1938. So the 38 points that they score, that was their lowest point total since 1948. Mm. Wow. I know. I mean, and I, I mean, I, I think of Louisville as a blue blood program. <laughs> I really do. I mean, you win three national championships. Sure. I, mean, I think. That's fair. I mean, know, they're not the bluest of the blue bloods, no. but they're. They're not. They're not the bluest Duke, in North their Carolina, state. Kansas, Kentucky. But, right. I mean, they're they're right they're up there. there. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, so they're uh, they're now zero and five. They'll face uh, Cincinnati, team that lost to uh, Ohio State, and team that Texas Tech will play uh, today at uh, twelve thirty. 
So, man, it's uh, it's just crazy. The defense was uh, was outstanding for Texas Tech. And that's one thing. It's funny. That's one thing Coach Adams talked with Jeff Haxton about yesterday on the pregame was he was really frustrated with his defense and was really more wishful of having several practices in between games. He said, I just, I don't think we can get it right in one day. Now, I don't know how he would term it. I didn't hear his postgame comments. So, but I would, I would think that he would have to be awfully pleased with what his team did uh, in, ter- in flipping the switch and, and playing a stifling form of defense uh, yesterday uh, morning, afternoon. Yeah, I mean, but Monday, I, th- I thought the Red Raiders still played well. Obviously, you g- so you give up what four? You give up thirty-one in the first half mm-hmm. on Monday to that Creighton team with that offense. I don't think that's a bad number. In the second half, um, obviously, they did more. Did, would they end up with seventy-five points? Yeah, let me get to Is that. that yeah. Right? Okay, yeah, something like that. Okay, so I mean, so you you give up forty forty-four in the second half. Mm-hmm. So obviously, they had a much better second half, but. I didn't think they were terrible on Monday. I just came away really impressed with Creighton offensively and the and the playmakers they have mm-hmm. and the shot makers they have. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought that was a, a really good offensive unit. Maybe you might not play a better offensive team in the Big 12 than Creighton. I'm not saying there won't be better teams who combine defense and offense and all that good stuff. But as far as offensively goes, I thought Creighton was terrific. So... I didn't think our defensive performance was, you know, I love that Coach Adams is a a coach who's a perfectionist and he always wants the team to get better and all that. That's what coaches do. So I, I totally respect that. Um, but at the same time, I didn't think they were horrible in that first game. Well, they, they gave up 76 was the final. Uh, 76. 76 okay. to 60. Yeah, so they gave up 45 in the second half. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think you – I'm just telling you what it just sounded like he was frustrated with the defense. I mean, yes, he, I'm sure he is. I mean, you know, again, he's and a may, coach. And maybe he's maybe he's never going to be happy with the defense. That would be my guess. You know, um, but I my guess would be that he was happier with the uh, with the defense. I mean, you did a better job with second chance points. You got you got at least you got into double figures. You had ten. You had. But uh, that's not have anything to do with the defense. No, 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 no. But I mean, but I mean, yeah. that was something. That was another point of emphasis was rebounding. You know. I don't know. I, I I look at yesterday's game and I throw that into the category with, you know, sisters of the poor JV. Okay, Louisville's bad. No, I I know, but I mean they're it, bad. You know, I guess I guess I kind of look at it when you get into those you know those tournament classic situations. You're you're playing in an exotic place. You know, you can kind of get lulled into mm-hmm. kind of playing down to somebody else's level. So I would agree. I would agree with that, and I think that was one of the biggest challenges. I mean, then seeing the zero and four record and. Louisville gotten punished the day before as well, and uh, Red Raiders were licking their wounds after taking their mm-hmm. first loss of the season. Uh, I'm sure that was the challenge to to continue the uh, to get the team to play hard and feel like hey, Louisville could be four zero because hadn't they lost three of their games by by one? Didn't I hear Hack say that? I, I thought I heard him that. say that. Okay, okay, I could be wrong, maybe totally wrong on that. But anyway, I it just. Uh, Felt like that was going to be the challenge for Coach Adams, and his time guys definitely came out and were focused. They seemed, like, to, seemed energized. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're playing in the morning over there, morning time, uh, so it's a it's completely a different routine than what they were, are normally used to, even with a a noon tip on a on a Saturday. Um, so they'll do it again today. That's the good thing. They'll play at the same time all three games, 
in Hawaii. We'll have it for you. 12.30, the broadcast time. 1.30, the tip today, Texas Tech and Ohio State. Final game from Hawaii. Your morning dose of coffee and sports. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Today is November the 23rd, 2022. A month and a day until Christmas Eve and just a day until Thanksgiving. Here is Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. That math checks out, yes. <laughs> Arkansas. No, I got stuck on the, the day before. It's a month and a day for Christmas Eve. In my head, it was Christmas. Like, no, that, wait, no, he said Christmas Eve. Yeah. So, I, it, yeah. It, it's fair. To, that math it, checks out. It's fair to question my math. All, all those things. Everything. 1947, Washington Redskins quarterback Sammy Baugh passes for six touchdowns versus the Chicago Cardinals in a 45-21 to 21 win. 1984, Boston College quarterback Doug Flutie passes for 472 yards, including a game-ending 48-yard touchdown Hail Mary pass to end the game to beat Miami 47-45. to I wonder who gets asked more about their famous pass, Graham Harrell or Doug Flutie. I think it's probably a tie every single day. Hmm. I'm going to say Flutie. Because it's the Flutie Hill Mary, and it's the Crabtree catch. And that's not a knock on the receiver okay. or the quarterback in the other in the other regards. Yeah, I I think so, too. I think I think Flutie's is more famous. Yeah, I think you're Nationally. probably... Nationally. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 1987, German tennis star Steffi Graf claims her first WTA Tour Championship with a 4-6-6-4-6-0-6-4 win over Gabrielle Sabatini of Argentina at Madison Square Garden in New York City. 1988, Wayne Gretzky scores his 600th NHL goal. 1989, the Bounty Bowl. Philadelphia Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys 27 to nothing at Thanksgiving in an <laughs> ill-tempered game, after which Cowboys coach Jimmy Johnson accused the Eagles coach of Buddy Ryan of placing bounties on the players. The the interaction between those two was just fabulous. I one hundred percent believe that that would have happened, and it's that um, Buddy Ryan would have done that. Mm-hmm. And I also don't think that he was the first or the only to do that. No, no, no. I'm sure there are plenty of NFL teams that have done that over the years. Yeah, knock this quarterback out of the game and. I'll get you this. Especially especially in those days, especially in those days when they weren't making just large, large, large amounts of money. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't mean, even know if it was about the money. It was just like, hey, let's have a contest to see who can knock mm-hmm. this guy out of the game. Mm-hmm. And in 2018, Phil Mickelson claims the $9 million winner-take-all prize in dramatic match-play golf duel with Tiger Woods. Finishing under the floodlights in Las Vegas, the match goes to the 22nd hole before Mil- Mickelson hits a four-foot putt for the rich victory. Are, are they even doing that this year? I don't know. I know. Golf is just... I don't think Tiger and Phil are, no. <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, just with this <clears throat> whole live tour and the mess and everything, it just seems like it just seems like golf is like just in utter shambles, chaos. I think chaos. Mm-hmm. Although, 
I don't know. Is it drawn more interest in now because people are talking about it more? Yeah, I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, I'm. 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 Ne- personally, I'm not any more interested. But I, I don't know about other people. There's drama there with it. Yeah, it's big drama, no doubt. Yeah. It is National Espresso Day. So you know, really fancy coffee. Okay. And really strong coffee. Yeah, I'm out on the espresso. Birthdays today. We're going to start with the most important one in my world, and and now in yours too. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to my sister Heather. Okay, she's forty-two today. <laughs> not, that, not that she had to share that, but okay. She would be very proud of her age. Okay. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to Snooky, who's thirty-five. Snooky. <laughs> Jonathan Papelbon is forty-two. Papa John is sixty-one. Boy, that guy has had a fall from grace, mm. hasn't he? <clears throat> a little bit. And uh, Michelle Gomez, uh, who played Missy on Doctor Who, is 56. And on this day in 1936, the very first issue of the pictorial magazine Life is published, featuring a cover photo of Fort Peck Dam Spillway by Margaret Burke White. What year? This was 1936. Life magazine. I have a Life magazine from 1953 with Mickey Mantle on the cover. Oh, my. Found it in the attic of my wife's grandparents when the grandfather died. We were cleaning out the attic. That's pretty cool. You have it framed and hanging with with Mantle. It's pretty cool. I've got the one where uh, it was actually the Queen's 80th birthday, I believe. But the cover was after Jim Henson had, had died, and it was Kermit in the director's chair with Henson on the back of it, and he's kind of leaning over it, kind of looking for his his body. And that cover spoke to me at that time more than probably any of the cover I've seen. So I think you had two different covers that really described the person that owns them. Oh, sure. One Jeff and one with me. That are, and, I'm a Muppet, the there's no doubt. Different <laughs> personalities. And, and when we were cleaning out my in-law's house, they had a bunch of Life magazines as well. And I think uh, the ones that I so, took were either uh, Moon-related or mm-hmm. JFK-related. Yeah, sounds like uh, a lot of older folk kept the Life magazines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, and, I, still have a, I still have a ton of Sports Illustrateds that, uh, that I need to go through at my house tons and tons of sports Illustrated. that's like our our generation's life magazine yeah yeah, yeah. that and sporting news as well yeah. i miss i miss my weekly sporting news um boy oh boy i mean i i i loved getting that and reading the columns and i realized i could read it on the line and they still do it's just it was it's not the same as holding it in your hands when they had that big huge sporting news i don't know if you were a sporting news fan at all you I know, mean, I, I've read it sometimes. The, yeah, the uh, the columns that were in it, the just the articles, the tidbits, the just the, uh, I, <clears throat> I loved it. Um, I remember one time um, there's a guy who wrote for Detroit named guy named Joe, Joe Falls, and I, I think I was more excited when I was in the locker room uh, after a Royals game and uh, Bo Jackson had had this game winning hit and i think i was more excited about standing next to joe falls because like there's joe falls he writes in the sporting news <laughs> mm-hmm. than i was than i was standing in front of bo jackson i get that we get the same locker. experience with don williams every day yeah that's don anyway. williams i get it with chuck hines <clears throat> you get it every morning right mm-hmm. 
6.54 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Sports Center's next. We'll talk uh, some Red Raider football as they take on Oklahoma Saturday night. And you'll have coverage all day long Saturday here on Double T 97.3. Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 Football Conference, who are you rooting for to win the conference if Tech does not win it this year? Well, busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Yeah. Why, do, why would yeah. we need to... Communicate during the weekends. <laughs> right, save we it for the show. We, know, we, say, we do. We save it for the show. Tune into the Morning Drive live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Thanks for uh, being with us this morning here on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. The East Morning Center chat line is open. Go to the mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank to uh, participate. All right, uh, some thoughts here uh, this morning on the morning drive. Chuck is the very one that said we would have beaten TCU with Morton. Also, we would not have beaten Texas without Smith. Right, if you don't, I, I believe that, I believed, I believed, I believe I said that if Morton hadn't gotten hurt in the TCU game, that Tech would have won that game. I believe I said that, yeah. Uh, Raiders dad says this, I don't know. That he is still the best, but I think he was the best and had the best handle on what they wanted to do on offense with regard to Tyler Shuck. Brings veteran leadership. If you gave me the option to have Shuck start all the games or get a glimpse of Morton, what Morton is, give me Shuck. I think we have one or two more wins. Uh, Broccoli Rob, even if Tyler is not, quote, the best quarterback, the chemistry between quarterback and OC would be much better without bouncing between the three all season. That's fair. Uh, North Carolina State That's was fair. completely beatable. I I don't know about that. Maybe so. Well, I mean, our defense g- definitely gave you a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely gave you a chance. Uh, Shuck is 6-1 and one as a starter at Tech. Morton is 1-3. and three. Smith is 3-3. Three and three. Yeah, I think you look at the level of competition there. Mm-hmm. And I think Donovan has also started more than six games. Because I thought the stat that we saw at one point is that he had started eight, and six of them of the eight were ranked inside the top twenty-five. Okay. Well, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy what you're selling there. Over the last couple of years. Yeah, over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, JL, I hate that you have put me in a position <laughs> to agree with Chuck. To agree with Chuck. <laughs> can 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 you can people not just be on my side without saying even you said this yesterday as much as i hate to agree i have to agree Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i hate that you put me in a corner defending a chuck opinion (laughs) isn't that how you want it though chuck to a, to a degree, maybe. So you just took a Jamie follower and flipped him to the Chuck Hines <laughs> side. I mean, the Hines posse is, is growing, And man. he regrets that. And he and he, he hates being in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hates just, being I in that I feel like this side of the boat just tipped a little bit. <laughs> I just lost my one follower. They've jumped over to Chuck's side of things. 
And look, I, I know every team can say the old what if game, you know, hey, what if so and so doesn't get hurt? Or hey, what if, you know, we have our quarterback? I, I get I get all of that. And that's that's uh that's you know, that that's always the always the case, you know. I, I did think one of the texters there had did make some sense when he was saying I mean a lot of sense really. He's talking about continuity between the offensive coordinator and knowing what they wanted to run and the and the and the quarterback. That might have been a plus. That might have been a plus for you. You you know, um, kind of flipping forward now to uh, Oklahoma on Saturday. <laughs> Does this team scare you like Iowa State did, or like TCU did, or even Texas or Baylor? Well, I definitely thought higher of TCU and Baylor than mm-hmm. I do of Oklahoma. Um, I guess just about the same as Iowa State. I think both games were losable, but both games were winnable, just different because Iowa State, it was about their defense. and Oklahoma, it's about, you know, at, some, at times their offense clicks and they look pretty good. I mean uh... – you know, according to their numbers, uh, their leading running back is uh, Eric Gray, 992 net numbers in terms of you know, of, of running. It's, it's, I don't get the, I don't just get concerned about him being the next Oklahoma great running back, which they've had a number of them, right? Uh, whether it's speed or running between the tackles. Dylan Gabriel, their quarterback, you know, you don't really feel like that he's just going to light you up. He's uh, 171 of uh, 275 for, you know, 2,200 yards. Has thrown for 18 touchdowns and five picks. So you don't just necessarily feel like that he's like, woo, you know, you know, like he's gonna, like he's gonna scare you. Um, you know, you kind of have wondered: is this a team that really wants to be here, you know, or be on the field, uh, given how their season has gone uh, under their new coach? I mean, they, they start off with wins over UTEP, Kent State, beat Nebraska handily in Lincoln, 49-14. to 14. Then they come back and they lose to K-State and TCU in back-to-back weeks and then just get absolutely thumped uh, winning or losing to Texas, 49 to nothing in the Cotton Bowl. And that's what, you know, Coach McGuire cited on uh, Monday and Coach Kitley cited and Coach DeRuder cited that they didn't have their quarterback. Well, man, I mean, there, there's more than one player on the field. I mean, there were a lot of contributing factors to that 49 to loss, nothing lost there in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I think I think that was a very surprising beatdown, though, of Oklahoma. Kind of just told you. It's like, okay, maybe, maybe these guys aren't for real. <laughs> well, it showed you that they don't have a backup quarterback. Yeah. That's what it showed you more than anything. And then the the loss at West Virginia, I think, was and that was, you know, just a couple of weeks ago. It's November twelfth. They lost uh, twenty three to twenty uh, in Morgantown. So I mean, they have had this up and down year. And uh, Jeff, you you asked this question of, of several of them on Monday, and I don't. We kind of got coach speak uh, on all of that about the up and down year and the roller coaster and how you prepare. You know, for Oklahoma along those lines, didn't really get your. You really didn't really get answered, did it? I got an answer, yeah. I, and I really did feel like they they did their best to to not 
degrade their op- opponent this week. Yeah. But you prepare for the best of what you have seen and kind of go from there is kind of the answer that we've gotten. And I was okay with that. I just needed them to say that into a microphone. Yeah. But it is it is interesting how you, they have had this roller coaster season. I mean, win had, three, lose three. Win two, <laughs> lose two. Win one. Hmm. Now, now what are we going to do? Now it's do? time for them to yeah. lose one yeah. to us. Is there is like there one play. victory that you look at that and go, okay, that was a surprising one, or one loss where you just go, that's a shocking one. I guess the shocking loss would be to West Virginia, right? Yeah, the Texas loss was shocking how bad how it was. bad it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Was there a win that surprised you? I think I was surprised by Oklahoma State, but I mean the the problem with that win is that they scored all their points in the first quarter and didn't really do anything after that. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say shocked. I had no idea what was going to happen in that game. Sure. I did pick Oklahoma State, so uh, I'll I'll say that much, but yeah, just had no clue what was going to happen. And if you watch the last three quarters of that game and not the first quarter, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I saw, you saw a terrible football team mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. Although, maybe I should say a terrible offensive team because they only gave up 13 last three quarters. But Maybe they're... Maybe their best win of the season is Nebraska? No. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, in terms of how they performed. I, mean, I wouldn't they put call up that. 49, they put up 49 points on them. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a great win, but um, we, I don't know which, which other one you're going to give them. Yeah, it's a I great mean, win. Maybe yeah. maybe the Iowa State one in Ames. They, they put up 27 on Cyclones, 127 yeah. to 13. Maybe. So anyway, that's... Uh, Oklahoma and Texas Tech on Saturday night at 6.30. It appears to be, it's going to be chilly. It uh, might be a little snowy. Uh, and hopefully it'll be butts and seats. Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22, Texas. And humor. Sure to tell them that. You, you suggested that. <laughs> And of course, they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. You know, one of these days, I am going to stop oversharing. Um, but maybe that, maybe that'll be a bad day if I stopped oversharing because the reference to all the phone songs today is my admission of having a landline, but the landline being knocked out from our outside of our house to the inside of our house. Really more about the fact that you don't want to lose the number. (laughs) That I don't want to lose the number. (laughs) That's, that's your justification for it. You don't want to lose the number. Still paying for it. We haven't used our phone in 10 or 11 years, probably. But you still pay for it. Yeah, I think it's pennies, pennies on the day. Although it's given me an excuse to play some really good music. Yeah, it has. I bet it's way more than pennies. <laughs> I don't know, 10 bucks a month? What can it be? Pizza a month, maybe? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> could be good. Ten, yeah. It could be 10 bucks I mean, if we're counting things in pizza, then now we have to have a serious conversation. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jamie's question of the day. Your question, sir. All right, well, I'm going to give you a tired head because you just brought it up. Okay. Odell Beckham to the Cowboys, yes or no? Do you want it to happen? Do you think the Cowboys should go after him? Yeah, I do. I do. 
I, I think it's I think it's right up there with Terrell Owens, and it's right up there with you know. Um, what about Terrell Owens? Terrell Owens, yeah. Terrell, 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 Terrell Owens, yeah. And um, Des Bryant, it's right. I mean, they're all they're all crazy, <laughs> right? They're all they're all crazy. The question I have is, <clears throat> what's CD Lamb thinking if they go if they go get him? CD said he's all for it and he loves Odell and would love to be playing with him. Okay. So uh, it would also open up some of his double coverages that he's seen because you'd have to mm-hmm. account for him in the offensive scheme. The, the 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 question I would have is, can he is he gonna disrupt the locker room? Is he an is is he a difference maker? Is he the X factor? Um or, or is like wherever he goes, does he help them? Because I think I think the Chiefs are in in that line too, I just don't know if if he uh, dis, is he going to disrupt culture wherever he goes. That's kind of you kind of feel that way, but then you look at what he did with the Rams. I mean, he was on pace to be the Super Bowl MVP. If he doesn't get hurt in the first half and does anything in the second half, he's probably the MVP of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Jeff. Odell, to me, has always been the guy that if he's getting his, everything is great. And I mean, like, he's a great teammate. Uh, uh, Coaches love coaching with him. He listens to coaching and and all that. The second things go bad with him, though, it's walking off the field in Tampa Bay. Kind of bad. Um, It... I don't think the, the Cowboys are one wide receiver away from the Super Bowl. I don't think they're necessarily one wide receiver away from winning the NFC East. So I'm going to say no. And I also don't want to spend more money on your offense, but you've got to do something to help them out. And, and I know that's both sides of my mouth, <laughs> yeah, but right? you are spending a ton of your salary cap on the offensive side. And Odell would just make <clears throat> that worse. How about your quarterback? Just play better. Play like he did last weekend. I'd be a fan. Yeah, I'm I'm out. Um, for a couple different reasons, I and and Jeff kind of touched on it there. I I just think I think Odell would be would help the offense, but I think when things don't go right, I think Odell Beckham it would turn into a problem. I don't think he would be good around C.D. Lamb because I don't want C.D. Lamb uh, picking up some of those tendencies, and uh, I just don't think he's a big enough factor to make it worth it worth the risk yes he's a big name and all that good stuff he'll sell jerry plenty of jerseys but i just i don't think he's going to make a big enough impact to warrant taking that risk but isn't he the very kind of player that jerry jones likes to go after i mean in terms of the high profile sure, big, big name, name sure. you know all those all those oh, kinds of make- let's make this clear you asked us if we wanted him you didn't ask if jerry yeah, wanted him. yeah the two are different <laughs> right jerry clearly just because jerry wants him doesn't yeah. mean i think it's a good idea right right the the other thing that's kind of curious to me about this whole beckham deal is usually we don't see this in-season kind of stuff go on with the nfl it's very rare mm-hmm. you know to have a player like him being available that at this point in time of the season, uh, who could go anywhere, he, you kind of wonder what's the delay in him getting signed? Is it? Is yeah, it's it been so much talk? Yeah. Is it his health? Is it his? Does he want 
way more beyond this year than what teams are willing to give. Because well, I think he's looking for a multi-year deal. Yeah. And then is there is there some kind of aspect of okay, what's his shelf life? How how susceptible to injury is he? Because it seems like he's pretty susceptible to injury. Now here's the deal: you, you look at the you look at the Rams last year. Did the did he help the Rams get to a Super Bowl and sure. win? Absolutely, sure. he did. And, and you look at the Rams this year; they're probably not going to make uh, the playoffs. So you kind of look at it and go from the Cowboys standpoint: if if he were to come to the Cowboys and you get to a Super Bowl and win it, how how much of the next couple of years, whatever? Um, for any of these guys, are you willing to sacrifice? Well, I think Cowboy fans might say quite a bit because you haven't been there in 30 years. I don't think I'll, there would be any Cowboys fans that would not take that deal. Yeah. If you're saying you're going to win a Super Bowl this year, mm-hmm. you're going to take that deal and not worry about the next two years. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you can't guarantee that. Cannot. Cannot guarantee that. Cannot guarantee that. Uh, but I do it think would, it's interesting that he hasn't been signed. And I think that mm-hmm. that leads you to all the things that are out there. If if we put Odell on the Cowboys, are they the best offense in the NFC? I don't think so. I think they're good. I think they're really good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think they're the best offense. What if he goes to the 49ers? That could be the best offense in the NFC. I mean, he's that that's also a potential spot for him. But even then, if you're the best offense in the NFC, are you the best offense in the AFC? Not even close. Not even close. So you now, I think the Cowboys' defense can make up some of that difference, but you're not one wide receiver away. Okay. You're listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8, and then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Was it pretty big? Yeah, I mean, it's impressive. It's, yeah, was it fascinating? It was. I thought it was fascinating. It kind of smelled, but I mean, <laughs> hear the show live weekday mornings at six on Double T ninety seven three or on the Double T ninety seven three mobile app. You can lean on me. I've got a uh, kind of a sturdy build to myself here. I feel like you can lean on me. I'll be your friend. All you so got to do Jeff. is just call him. So will Jeff. On his landline. So will Jamie. Right. Nice to have you with us this morning on the morning drive. This uh, day before Thanksgiving. Look forward to uh, hearing from you on the 8th Flooring Center chat line. Nobody has uh, chimed in with, you know, how they're cooking their bird. What the side dish is that's got to be on the table. The different kinds of pie. All that kind of stuff. So, Maybe our stuff. audience is not as into the food talk. Maybe so. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? But maybe so. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe the maybe the shallow end of the pool is is a little deeper. Is a little deeper today than I uh, had anticipated. These are hardworking folks. <laughs> That's right. They're out there busting it today between now and about noon, so they can, you know, get out of there mm-hmm. a little bit early today and start the. The Thanksgiving holiday. I almost gave you what you wanted. I almost had our question of the day, like, what are your must-have, three must-have items, but I passed. Yeah, no, I get it. I passed. I get it. That's... Like I will on the beats tomorrow or... or you got else? beets on your table tomorrow? I don't know, some people. Or, or cranberries. I should have got cranberries. Yeah, cranberries or... 
There's other stuff, plenty of stuff at Thanksgiving that I'm like, eh, pecan pie, eh, not gonna happen. Pumpkin pie, eh. Man, a pumpkin pie with a little bit of Cool Whip on top. There's, there's pretty. That's pretty good. I, uh, I think I can't remember if it was last year about this time. I think it was or two years ago. I made the, uh, you know, the lucky lady used to make her crust for her pies, and um, careful. she, She and daughter number two, and so. I got done with this piece of pie a couple of Thanksgivings ago. I said, man, that was the best pie that you have ever made. That crust was just outstanding. And it was store-bought crust. That kind of got me a little hot water. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's silly. That's not your fault. I know. You were complimenting her. Yeah, I was I was complimenting the pie. Well, because... Did you tell her, hey, you're allowed to get better? No. <laughs> I mean, you were complimenting her. You were right, saying I mean, something it, nice to her. I know, but it was the store-bought crust. Well, that's not your fault. I know, I know. And if she's mad at you for being mad. honest, you know, at that she point, was... you can go, hey, you're allowed to improve. You can get better. She actually thought it was funny. You're going to have a Thanksgiving next year too. She actually she actually thought it was <laughs> she actually thought it was funny that I that I said that. Uh let's see. Uh, Dylan says this, uh good to see you guys at Two Docs on Friday night. Made it a point to shake Chuck's hand. LOL. Thank you all for being personable and welcoming. Yes, Check. Welcome. <gasps> Lubbock Landmarks visited. <laughs> Chuck Chuck Hines hand. Check. Experience Lubbock. Here are the five things you need to do when you come to Lubbock. Could could we like you know they got uh, they got big texts you know at the state fair. Could we have just uh, my hand in a kind of a welcoming form out at the airport big someday? Chuck. Big uh, Chuck. I don't know about Big Chuck, but you know I don't know the Big Chuck. You know maybe we can just have my hand right there to welcome him with the the right hand of you know welcoming yes and you get to ride over to the hand in one of those carts (laughs) they call it the chuck wagon the chuck wagon yeah (laughs) yeah i think that would be a great idea okay great idea Uh okay uh with regard to the college football playoff this person says i still think bama gets in michigan or ohio state lose tcu loses to k-state lsu loses to georgia ucs USC loses to Notre Dame or Oregon, leaving it to Bama, TCU, Ohio State, Michigan loser for the last two spots, and we know how the committee loves Bama. None of that sounded outrageous. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's a lot of different things that have to happen, but none of it seemed like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. That's crazy talk. I hate to to feel like I have uh, been put into a position where I have to root for K-State. But maybe, maybe TCU will fall this weekend. Although I, I rather doubt it. It is in your best interest that oh, K State wins. I know, I know. So, cheer with your best interest in mind. Don't oh. root for K State to win. I root for the Cyclones. No, root for TCU to lose. Yeah, so, even if the Cyclones win this weekend, you still root against TCU in the Big Twelve Championship yeah. game. Yeah. We still want TCU to be the Big 12 champs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're a diehard Red Raider, you don't. I mean, if you hate the Wildcats more than you hate the Horn Frogs, which is completely acceptable, then 
root for TCU. No, I really don't want to see TCU become a Big 12 champion because I, I have hated the, I've lamented the fact that they're in the Big 12. I feel like that we've given them relevance. Yeah, but, but you've, you've hated Kansas State a lot longer than you've hated TCU. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would hate for them to... Can we have a tie? I guess we can't have a tie anymore. Can't have a tie. No, we're not going to have a tie. Just in case they already have a you Big are 12 allowed championship. To root for, yeah. You are allowed to root for K-State to lose. Don't, yeah. don't let anybody tell you differently. No, I'm not. I'm not. Doesn't K-State already have a Big 12 championship, though? I'm sh- Yeah, they do. Yeah, under Bill Snyder. They can get a, They can get another one. Let's not let TCU get in it. <laughs> okay. I'm, let's root for not making that club bigger until we get in it. Uh, this person says this, and this is also a possibility. I think Clemson may get in if they were to win the ACC over Alabama if teams ahead of them lose. Okay. Uh, GMOS have not heard from GMOS in quite some time. I don't know if he's been traveling or what. I haven't even seen GMOS in quite some time. Thanksgiving morning ritual: go for a run with the dog, fire up the infrared cooker, lower turkey into chamber, observe while enjoying adult beverages. How about that for GMOS? Go GMOS. We've have not, fun. We've not Enjoy heard yourself. From, we've not had GMOS. Uh, Broccoli Rob says this: Hey Jamie, you should take the super taste tester test. Most adults that are considered picky eaters are actually what are called super tasters, a condition of overly sensitive taste buds that cause you to be particularly sensitive to bitter flavors such as broccoli, coffee, beer, and even some chocolate. Okay. I wonder if you could make a career out of that. I wonder if there's money to be made there. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody has, uh, Jamie has just used his burner phone here on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I'm just ready for college baseball. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. I've enjoyed this college football season, though, because the Big 12 has been mm-hmm. so crazy. I have, too. I, I have, too. And Tech yeah. is bowl eligible. That helps, too. Yes. Without yes. a doubt. They've, they've made it entertaining for us. No question. Well, the Bills and the Lions uh, tomorrow morning on 100.7, the score at 11 from Detroit. Cowboys and the Giants from Jerry's Place at 2.30 here on Double T 97.3. And we'll cap Thanksgiving night. The Vikings and the Patriots at 7 on 100.7. The score. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to DoubleT973.com.